Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And Chelsea is about to tap out of this podcast record (laughs) at any moment. She's told me that she can give me her full undivided attention until a certain set of concert tickets go on sale. Mm -hmm. Why is this always during a pod record? I know, it's highly inconvenient. (laughs) I have to buy Jonas Brothers tickets And I love that you said that out loud. And it is imperative that I go, like, I have been waiting 15 years for this, you know, like, I need to be in that room with Joe Jonas, who was my first love. Oh, God. So where are we at the <laughs> breakdown scale for this? Because I've seen you buy concert tickets a lot, usually during a podcast record, and there's always some sort of emotional breakdown happening. We had the Harry Styles debacle. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift was like a whole other situation. No one heard from me for eight hours. <laughs> I know. We had to call your home and do a care check because mm-hmm. you just crumbled. Look, I don't think the Jonas Brothers are going to be quite <laughs> as in demand as the Eras tour, but who oh, knows? We'll see. Okay, so if we stop just during the record, there's a weird <laughs> pause and a bit of rustling and frantic typing. It's because Chelsea's trying to get Jonas Brothers tickets. But coming up on the show today, a little romantic story popped up over the weekend. The wedding photos of Rita Ora and Taika Waititi one year on from their secret wedding. But there's been not even a backlash. I feel like they would have loved a backlash. <laughs> there's been a really interesting reaction to these photos and to their romance in general but it's not what they're anticipating. And we're going to get into that. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Well, fresh off its multiple Logie wins last week, Binge has greenlit a second season of Colin from Accounts. So season one took home last week Most Outstanding Comedy Program, Most Outstanding Actor and Most Outstanding Actress at the Logies. And it is also Foxtel Group's most watched original scripted series of all time. Also made a huge international splash as well. So this is all not particularly surprising news, but it is still very exciting. So Colin from Accounts creators and stars Patrick Bramwell and Harriet Dyer will of course return as Gordon and Ashley and in a statement they said we're thrilled that Binge is finally giving in and letting us do another one. Turns out the Border Terrier community is extremely powerful. Thank you to everyone around the world who has enjoyed the show. We can't wait to bring you all a second season. Stay tuned for more shenanigans. So there are no further details about the timing of season two available yet, but this was one of our favourite shows of 2022. So I'm super excited about this. Don't you worry, we'll definitely keep you posted. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. 
to link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts. Open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. A certain young man has been causing quite the stir over the weekend with paparazzi photos and headlines, so we need to get into it, and it is Jeremy Allen White. For anyone who's going, who the hell is that? I don't recognise that name. They might recognise the arms. I was going to say, we're going to describe him because you would know his face, you would know his arms, his pecs, his (laughs) torso, all the moving parts of this man's body. So he rose to fame on Shameless for 11 seasons, and that was a huge, especially in America, a huge critically acclaimed show and he was a breakout star of it but it wasn't until he started on the bear which a lot of people called the best news show of last year I think you did as well I found it stressful we did a whole watch episode on it he started on that show and he became this big breakout star and like a very public heartthrob do people still use that word I'm bringing it back yeah bring it back he was nominated for an Emmy this year the second season came out and again it was really critically acclaimed he was really set up to be TV's new golden boy, mm-hmm. this critically acclaimed actor. People were in love with him. We'd seen him grow up as a teen, so there was that nostalgia. And he had this beautiful fairy tale marriage. So he was really TV's new golden boy. And then in my notes here, I've written, things took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> So he married Addison Timlin in 2019 and cute story because they met when they were 14. So they were childhood. Do you know this? You're looking no. shocked. Yeah, they were like wow. childhood sweethearts. Oh, that's cute. Both actors. I think they met like on a movie or a TV show. But when he won his Golden Globe at the start of this year, she put up this big post saying, when we were 14 years old, I saw you perform for the first time in drama class and I couldn't take my eyes off you. So they've been in love ever since. Oh, they got married so in one of those like trendy courthouse weddings in 2019 and they have two little girls Ezra and two-year-old Dolores, which is the best Hollywood baby name, I think, out there, little Dolores. But then in May of this year, people reported that Addison had filed for divorce and it really became this big headline debacle because in that same month, she put up a photo of her with the girls around Mother's Day and said that she had never expected to be a single mum, which a lot of fans got upset about because they thought Jeremy Allen White, I feel like I have to call him by his full name. I know, he's one of those ones that's like... we really call him long. Jeremy. No, Seems weird. weird. Because people took that as the fact that he had been responsible for their divorce. He had done something. All of a sudden he was this big Hollywood star. Had he abandoned his family? Then something happened behind the scenes because she updated it to co-parent. So are you sticking with me here on this whole situation? What a journey. I know. And then just in July, Addison and Jeremy Allen White were, (laughs) and again, these are paparazzi photos. Let's call him Jezza. Jezza. I can't say that. Were photographed at their eldest daughter's soccer game. And these photos started going viral because they were hugging. He was like kissing her sweetly on top of the head. And everyone thought, are they getting back together? Is this a public way for them to sort of push the divorce aside? But also in the lead up to that, Jeremy Allen White had been photographed with his shirt off. Do you want to take us through those photos? Oh, yes, Again, I Pat do. photos, we don't endorse, but we did look at them. We don't endorse, but my algorithm <laughs> heavily endorses. Yeah, I can't help what mine comes up in my feed and my eyes just happen to see. Yeah, and you can't look away. No. Have you seen that, Chief? Well, you can, but once you've seen it, that's it. So Jeremy Allen White, our favourite three <laughs> names in one, he regularly goes on hikes in Los Angeles, which, you know, a lot of celebrities do. And it is very hot in Los Angeles, which means that shirts are surplus to requirements. (laughs) So there have been multiple different days, 
pat pics of him hiking with no shirt on. And the best one was a couple of weeks ago. So he was walking. He's got gigantic arms and everyone's just (laughs) thirsting over these pics every day. And he drops down and starts doing push-ups. Oh, because he saw the cameras, do you think? Yes, definitely. 100%. Definitely. But everyone was like, we kind of love it because, like, it's silly, right? He's he's playing into it. He's being fun and, like, I'm going to give them what they want. And, look, people loved it. But I think things have taken a little bit, as you said, another turn. Yeah, exactly. So what happened over the weekend kind of really changed this PR conversation around him because we should say he's nominated for an Emmy and mm. the Emmys, although it doesn't look like they'll happen because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike, everyone who's nominated for that would be deep in their campaigning yes. for their awards because, as we know, you've got to stage a campaign to get people to vote for you in the industry and they can't do their normal award show, like, circuit things that they would do in, like, meet and greets and interviews and so someone who's like a very well-known Emmy Award campaign manager because it's people's whole job to manage things Mm -hmm. was saying that if he was Jeremy Allen White's manager he would tell him to keep going down to the picket lines where he's been photographed for the writer's strike and then the actor's strike with his shirt off which he's kind of been doing and just hang out there because he's managed to come out of all this situation unscathed Mm -hmm. like normally if you had an actor who'd rose to prominence in this way he became the internet's boyfriend, everyone's in love with him, something messy happens with his wife and two little girls, normally that would derail his career a little bit, at least in the public sphere. But he seemed to completely sidestep it until this weekend when people were like, hang on, is he setting up all these photos himself? Is he Ben Affleck? Is he staging paparazzi photos in front of his house in order to control the narrative? Because he was photographed like properly making out with model and actress Ashley Moore, who I don't think she's been anything super noteworthy. She is like a well-known model in terms of that she's in a lot of campaign work. Mm -hmm. People are saying that because she dated Justin Bieber, she's a bit of a fame chaser. But I would say when you're in Hollywood, who's a girl to date? Except for all of these, you you know. You do, you girl. She's doing all right. So why these photos look kind of staged is that they're literally just standing. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because it looks like a rom-com. It looks like a cheesy rom-com. Yeah, but also look where they're standing. It's like they're right in the middle of like an empty footpath on a road. Like they're so visible. And, yeah, he's like dipping her backwards and they're kissing and making out. And maybe they were just so overcome with lust in that moment that they had no choice but to make out in front of what I'm sure was a wall of paparazzi. Exactly. You can just imagine these like dozens of dudes with cameras just on the footpath watching. This obviously went viral Mm -hmm. and I need to read you a tweet that kind of sums (laughs) it up because someone was like, celebrities never grope each other inside, always on the street 2pm on a Saturday. (laughs) And someone else replied like, yeah, you'd think they had, you know, rooms they could go to. And someone's like, yeah, they have 20 rooms to choose from because these people don't have to be out there on the footpath making out. A hundred percent. If you get photographed in, you know, an emotional kissing moment like this, it's because you wanted people to see it and you wanted these photos to get out or you just don't care. But now all of a sudden, Jeremy Allen White feels like he's gone from kind of this everyman actor who's just out there trying to work out in peace, leave the man alone, he's mm-hmm. an artist. He's gone from this perfectly curated ideal of someone who could have a public divorce come out unscathed, someone who was primed to win this Emmy and 
and probably transition from TVs into movies and become this big leading man. And then all of a sudden it feels like it's been derailed because he took his PR campaign too far mm-hmm. with these weird makeout photos with Ashley Moore, which seems like maybe after the photos of him hugging his wife the weekend before, he wanted to make it really clear that he was single. But whoever's doing his campaign marketing has made a fatal error because this doesn't look cute and sexy. It looks like a man who's going through a divorce with two little kids and is now making out with a young woman on the street. It gave me the ick. Oh, right. And I didn't think that anything could give me the ick for Kami from the bear. Who yeah. Was just like, I'm like, you're Because yes, you're obsessed chef. with that show. But yeah, chef. That's yes, what everyone's written under the chef. photos where it looks like he's like dipping her to the ground and sucking her face. Yeah, it's just, it comes across as really cringy. And I know that it's playing the Hollywood game, obviously, to, you know, like fame chasing is kind of a thing that they have yeah. to do. But it's just so obvious like it's really like in your face I set this up and that is not sexy not sexy at all so it's a no chef from me (laughs) (laughs) over the weekend Rita Ora and Taika Waititi celebrated their one year wedding anniversary with one a pash on stage when she was performing and two by having the story and photos of their wedding day published in Vogue so this actually debunked a lot of the stories that were shared around the time about their wedding. There was all this sort of rumours that they had had like a secret wedding in London. They were planning a big celebrity one later in the year and that just never eventuated. Because it actually happened in summer last year, Rita proposed while they were on holiday in Palm Springs. Lots of people have thoughts about Rita Ora proposing and I'm like, move on people. Oh, they don't like it yeah. that she proposed. Yeah. Out of all the things to not oh, like about this couple, guys, that is not it. It's really Keep like, your eye on the prize. It's like people just need something. But then they married two weeks later, so it was really, really quick at their home in LA with a very small group of friends in attendance. So that all goes against that tabloid speculation and they actually said in the story that that was all quite entertaining to watch, to yeah. just watch all these things that were made up. Because there were these stories, they'd, they got married in London, they mm. had this huge big blowout wedding celebration with hundreds of celebrities, and that's what I always thought. Yeah, for sure. And as you said at the top of the show, the reaction to all of this has been interesting. It hasn't really been negative, but it hasn't necessarily been positive either. It's been a little bit confused, I think. And I feel like that is sort of the reaction that has followed these two ever since they got together. So they first met at a barbecue in 2018 at Tyker's house. So wholesome. Very wholesome. Also, how do I get an invite to Tyker's house and have a barbecue barbecue party? Sounds fun. Like we're both from the same city. Give yeah. me an invite. Well, you yelled at him once I recently. <laughs> the most embarrassing moment That's of my life. That's your end. Just give another <laughs> few months and you'll be at that barbecue. Yeah, so they were friends for about three years and then they started dating in 2021 when they were both filming here in Australia, Taika with Thor, Rita with The Voice, and Laura was actually in the room when the story <laughs> when broke. They, not, not when they made out for the first time, although maybe. Yes. Can I just say, I'm such a good person because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there are a few kind of rumours like... Rita and Tyker dating, but they hadn't been photographed anywhere. There was nothing official. And then I went to an event. It was the first RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under premiere party mm-hmm. at the Opera House. It was so fancy. There were so many celebs there. They were about to start the show because they would like all the drag queens were coming out and doing like a bit of a performance before we had the party. 
And then Taika and Rita walked in right in front of me, sat in front of me, not just in front of me. I was on a little balcony overlooking them. So like, even if I wanted to look away, I couldn't. (laughs) And they were making out like crazy the entire time for everyone to see. But I guess there were no like media in the room Mm. in terms of like photographers and stuff. So they must have felt really safe. And then even that week, there were all this speculation that like a few people did report they went to the event together. So it started to come out. But Mm -hmm. I was like, the reports did not do it justice. Like like, they were sucking face. It was (laughs) an intense experience. I liked it. I thought it was cute. That's the thing. I thought it was cute then. It has since just not picked up that big level of like obsession with celebrity couples that you would think if you had these two big names together and we love an unlikely love story. Mm. We love celebrities who are over the top with their romance, who have this big story around them. It started hot and heavy and it has petered out. Yeah, especially when you have like, you know, they've got really interesting personas on their own. So she's, you know, this hot pop star and he's like a hot Oscar-nominated director. Yeah. They're, like, from different worlds but also the same world, and usually we would eat that up. A hundred percent, especially because, you know, she is known as a pop star, even though I could not name a Rita Ora <laughs> song. I'm so sorry. I mostly know about her scandals, and now I mostly know about her romance. But with Taika especially because he's created so many of these amazing cult movies that people fell in love with, and then when he moved into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. he was really credited with bringing, like, a new voice and humour to that universe, and his character is one of the funniest and, like, most beloved from that franchise. And so you'd think that these two together would be this really beloved Hollywood story. And it just hasn't really worked out that way. And I wonder if it goes back to the Jeremy Allen White conversation where it's like a little bit too in your face. It's too, like, we know that they are trying to make that their brand. It's too overt. They're trying to make marriage their brand. That's interesting because I wondered if they don't really care what people think of their wedding and romance, but they're happy to put it out there anyway. Or maybe they are kind of aware about you know, the fact that they're not beloved, I get the feeling that they personally wouldn't care. So this is not a diss of them. I'm sure if they heard this conversation, they'd be like, we literally have never thought about this. It's more interesting from, like, I think a public point of view of which celebrities we get on board with their love stories and become, like, this pop culture moment and which celebrities have all the makings to become a pop culture moment but fall by the wayside. Even looking at their big Vogue spread, which I know outlets picked up over the weekend, but it was kind of like... Here are the pictures. My whole thought around this is that Taika and Rita keep going, here's our love story, and we keep going, we don't want it. We're like, that's nice for you. Like, the headline is their intimate, never-before-seen Los Angeles wedding. Like, everything in that sentence should be getting you in Mm. there and getting people enthralled. And even going through the photos, like, they very much have the makings of a very kind of iconic celebrity wedding. It's almost like when Jennifer Lopez and... Ben Affleck. I said Brad Affleck. We That's always how have to. Get, it all discre- comes back to Ben Affleck. Comes back to ben Affleck. <laughs> Every celebrity story. So when they had their little Las Vegas wedding, mm. everyone's like, "This is so chic and lovely and beautiful and so unexpected," and people loved it. But then they had their big opulent wedding with like the five different dresses and the decorations and the hundreds of celebrity guests and Jennifer Lopez (laughs) performing for Ben Affleck. And people were like, we don't want it. It just didn't capture their imaginations. And that's the same with these wedding photos. Like there are these photos of Rita in this beautiful dress. There's these romantic photos with her and Tyker. And there's also like silly photos of them in their home. So it's even more intimate that Mm. they were getting a look at it. There's a cake that says we're married, bitches. Yeah. There's an Elvis impersonator serenading them while they have their first dance together and like they're making out and it's also intimate and so like it should be this big celebrity moment but it's not. 
I wonder if, look, what I'm going to say sounds mean. Say it. But I don't mean it to be mean because Rita Ora as a celebrity is just so fascinating to me. Yeah. And not necessarily because of her output. Like, I like some of her songs. I think she's got a nice voice. She's always serving, like, really good fashion yeah. at events and stuff. But she's still somewhat of, like, an anonymous pop star. Like, if you yes. heard her on the radio, you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, that's definitely yeah. Rita Ora. So I guess she's a musician, but she's not really, like, famous for her music. But she still is everywhere. She has what I think is probably one of the hardest working PR and marketing teams in the business. Like, she's always out at parties. She was on Love Island a couple of weeks ago. Was she's, she? Yeah, in the UK. You like, went to Rita? a party with her and have a, I know. Have a <laughs> selfie with her. Exactly. And she's and putting her face across yours so she knew. Yeah, she knew. She, like, hosted the Europe Music Awards. She Did she? Oh, wow. Well, Tyker and her actually both <laughs> yeah, yeah. did. That's what I mean. They're trying to be a celebrity she, couple. Laura, she's in vogue all the time. Wow. It's really fascinating because it's like, why? Yeah, and her music <laughs> In is, the nicest way possible, why? Yeah, because I know I don't know her music, but I know I'm a bad case study for that. But is her music charting? Like, is it up there? Do her albums do well? When did she release an album? Last month. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. Again, that's on me. That's not on her. Mm. I think the last time they were super interesting, apart from when I saw them making out for the first time, was it in the early days of their relationship when it felt so kind of torrid? It was happening here in Sydney and there were sightings of them. And then that huge story broke because they were photographed on the balcony of a hotel or like the place they were staying with Tessa Thompson, who was in Thor. Oh, these are photos. some sexy photos. I'm See, this is the kind of celebrity story I love because they were photographed, obviously, against their will, which is really bad, but they also didn't seem to care. Like, they were right out in the open. They knew that this scandalous moment was being captured, mm-hmm. and it just gave us a lot of talking fodder for a couple of days. So much talking. There was all these rumours. Everyone was like, well, this must mean they're in a thruple, and that yeah. just, like, hung on for a really long time. And they both came out at various times and said, look, we were just having fun. Like, yeah. we were all just blowing off steam. It was just boring. I would love them. Hanging out. And I was like, mm, friends doing more than hanging out. But anyway, yeah. like, I appreciate that. They do seem like they don't really care. Exactly. If they were in a thruple with Tessa Thompson, who's oh. a very hot, amazing human being, all of a sudden their stock just goes so far up for me. Like, maybe that's the missing maybe piece of the they puzzle. They should have just been like, yeah, guys. We're in a yeah, it's like they can't sustain the celebrity and the mystique around them without a third person. Like their names together aren't just enough. Anyway, this sounds like it's been a whole episode ragging on these two. It absolutely hasn't. It's just They're- fascinating <laughs> to see how we react. Exactly. It just goes to show that you can't sort of as much as some people want to, you know, get PR and everything to build these big celebrity romance brands. It goes to show that it sometimes just is the luck of the draw or there has to be something that captures people's imagination that you can't really manufacture because on paper this couple has everything to be one of Hollywood's big love stories and people just can't care. Anyway, happy anniversary to these two. I'm sure they don't care that we don't like them. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. I'm doing the outro as Chelsea is now jumping in to get her Jonas I'm, Brothers I'm tickets. I'm buying them We've, right now. You got them? Yep, yep, Okay, yep. there's the update everyone no one was waiting for. <laughs> This episode of The Spill was produced by myself, Laura Brodnick, and Taylor Strano with audio production by Madeline Joannou. Our executive producer is Gia Moylan. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye.